Hello, and welcome to G Talk and All That Jazz. This podcast is really the testimony of a friendship that spans over four decades. A friendship between two black professionals that began in Harlem, New York in the mid-1970s. As young men, both learning from each other on how to navigate the sometimes formidable and unapologetic streets of Harlem, New York. Both here and now, still standing with the wealth transferable knowledge. As you join G and my man Jazz on that journey of reflection, listen closely for the true messages about friendship, morality, and brotherly love. Because their trials and tribulations come at a cost. G and Jazz will share their thoughts and opinions on a variety of topics, from love and sex, relationships to family, politics, and of course, friendship. Again, welcome to G Talking All That Jazz. Enjoy the journey. Oh, buckle up. What's going on, Jazzy Mag? What's going on, Papa Doc? G, what's going on, my friend? How's everything We back, going? man. I know you're nervous about this one, man. <laughs> about I want you to show. come down, bro. We're going to have a great show tonight, man. I am man. so nervous, my I'm friend. excited about this one, bro. <laughs> We're going to have that topic on Let's Talk About Sex. I love it, man. I love it, man. But before we get into that, bro, tell me how your day went today, man. What's going on, man? What's um, going on in your neck of the world? Let's, hey, man, everything is good, man. We're expecting some some snow this Sunday, coming up Sunday. In Georgia? In Georgia, 90% you know, chance of snow oh. this Sunday. So You're shutting down the whole rude state, aren't they, y'all? They're going to shut it down, you know, but outside of that, man, everything is good, man. Everything is yeah. good. No complaints, man. No complaints, man. Good deal. Good deal, man. You know, I heard something so, very interesting. What's that? Um, I heard something very interesting um, about good, things that appear to be good and things that appear to be bad. So it, it, uh, it was a commentary and they were asking uh, a father about his his life and he said that you know um i heard that your son graduated from from high school and he was like yeah that's good and the dad said maybe then he said uh mm. yeah all right i heard he didn't want to go to college so what is he going to do i think he wants to go and he wants to be you know he wants to be a engineer or something like that he said, that sounds good. He said, he said, maybe. Mm. He said, oh, then I heard your son broke his leg accidentally and stuff like that. And so, and this, you know, he wanted to go into the army. And he was like, that's bad. He said, maybe. And then the war broke out. And his son couldn't go to the army because he broke his leg. And he said, oh, that's mm. good. Then he said, maybe. But then his son stayed home, didn't go to the army. Then he got killed in the streets. He was like, that's bad. He kept saying maybe. So the point of it is that, you know, good, things that are good, things are bad, man. They are both imposters. We have to mm. stay somewhere in the middle, you know. So just a, it's just a food for thought, man. Yo, yeah, man, you just made me sad. That was a sad <laughs> parable you just gave. You just, no, you just trying to steal my joy no, my today, friend, I, brother. No, I was just trying to share that. We have to treat both good things and bad things as imposters. You know, there's a poem called If, and it, and it talks about that. 
that we have mm. to treat them like like they're imposters because <clears throat> what appearing to be good sometimes turns out to be the worst situation in the world. That's it. So we have to stay neutral. We have to stay neutral and treat them equally the same. When good things happen, we celebrate. When bad things happen, we celebrate because we don't know what the outcome is. That's my whole point. I got you, Jazz. Okay, that's well, you know, what, since you since you gave since you gave a good parable, man, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give a parable about friendship. Go ahead. I'm gonna give a little story about friendship, man. Okay. And you know what? And this relates to you. Okay. One time, man, a long, long time ago, there was a man who fell in a hole. Mm-hmm. And no matter how hard he tried, man, he could not get out the hole. The walls are too steep. The laws are too narrow. You know, they were too shiny. They were too slick. He could not get out the hole. He's screaming and helping. Somebody, can you help me? Can you help me? And then he saw his minister walk by. And he said, Mr. Minister, Dr. Minister, can you help me? I'm down in this hole. I can't get up. The minister wrote out three um, Holy Marys and three Bible verses and threw it down in the hole. Then he saw his doctor. His doctor, 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 can you help me out this hole, doctor? Can you help me? The doctor wrote out a prescription. He threw it down in the hole. And then the man saw his best friend. He called out to his friend, yo, Jazz, yo, Jazz, can you help me? I'm down in this hole. I can't get out this hole. Jazz jumps down in the hole. The man says, Jazz, what the hell are you doing? Now we both stuck in this hole. He said, Abahaha, I've been here before and I know my way out. The moral of the story is, man, that true friends will jump in there with you and they'll show you the way out. Absolutely. I've been here before. I've been here before, I've been here and before. I know the way out. Know exactly. Way out. Amen. There you go. Amen. So Amen. let's talk about our topic for today. Okay. And before we get started, let's get your let's get your disclaimer first. Let's get that bing bong bong. This is a public service announcement. Yes. All the stories you're about to hear are true. (laughs) Name, dates, and events will not be changed. (laughs) So if you hung with us and you (laughs) hear your name in one of these stories (laughs) and you break up with your honey bunny. Your sneaky link. Yes. Your side piece. Your cougar. Your sugar daddy. (laughs) Your hit it and split it and quit it. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. And you cause a divorce and lose half of your worldly possessions. We sorry. But we Beyonce sorry. We sorry. Not sorry. sorry. <laughs> you shouldn't have hung with us. <laughs> you shouldn't have hung with us. That's for sure. We go back like an eight track. Before, can I do one? Let me thing? But, go ahead. Before, but, but before you get into your stats about our topic, man. Okay. I just want to share. I want to just give a little reference to it. Let's get hyped. Today's show is going to be talking about sex, and I just want you to know we do not own the rights to this song, but we want y'all to boogie with us a little bit, baby. Come on! You are absolutely doing the most today, bro. <laughs> I'm hyped. Let's go. One thing, two things before we get started. 
We're okay. going to jump into this. We're going to talk about sex, man. But okay. two things in a responsible, ethical way. Okay. The content that we're about to discuss in no way do we want to incite any type of distress to anyone. We're talking about sex in a responsible adult way. So if you believe that talking about this subject may incite some type of harm or distress to you, we actually do not listen to this show. Right. Right. So that's we have Whether to be physically, mentally, physically, or emotionally. Mentally, emotionally. Do not listen to this show. Right. Turn away, Turn away now. Turn away. Right. Turn off. And number Let's two. give him 15 seconds. Let's give him 15 seconds after you finish your part to, to turn it off. Go ahead. Time's up. Okay. So now let's put this in context, G. We're going to talk about sex. Let's get it. Let's put this in context. Before I give you the stats, let's put it in context. What are we really talking about? Are we talking about hit it and quit it? Are we talking about get it and share it? Are we talking about one night stands? Are we talking about side pieces? When we talk about this topic, sex, what are we really talking about? We just want to put it in context. Let's talk about it all, man. Let's talk about I it all? That, yeah, let's hit a little bit about all of it, man. You know, we've experienced it. You know, okay. we've experienced a little bit of all of that. You know, let's talk about it. Okay. That's so what people G want to hear. Okay, so G Talking High Jazz submitted a survey through uh, social media. We use uh, um, uh, Facebook. We use Instagram. We use LinkedIn. And we had a, a large volume of um, respondents. So we asked three very narrow questions. We just asked you, what was your gender? We asked you, what was your relationship status? And we also asked you, how important is sex in your relationship? So based on our subject, our population, we had 52% were males that responded, while 48% females responded to the first question, what is your, what is your gender? They responded female and male. And we gave an option if you did not want to report or you want to self-identify. So we've been responsible researchers here. Second question was, what is your relationship status? So the options were single, married, romantically involved, or dating, or other. 42% of our respondents were single. 30% of our, our respondents were married. 18% of our respondents were romantically involved, while 2% were dating. And those who were dating said they were happily single or in a polygamy situation. The last and final question was, how important is sex, sex in your relationship? 42% said extremely, extremely important. 38% said very important, 18%, said somewhat important, while only 2% said not important at all. So how important is relationship, G, in a relationship? Sex is very important, especially in a young uh, relationship, couple type relationship. I don't care what they say. And I think those, stack, those, those stats hit it right on the, on the nail. When you said only 2% said it wasn't that important at all. Sex is... It's very important in a relationship because if you want to have a monogamous relationship with your mate, you have to be sexually satisfied. And I don't care 
who you are or what you are. I don't care whether you male or whether you female. You have to have respect. I tell you right now, men, if you having problems with your woman and your woman feels like she needs to be out and she's out with her going to clubs and she's halfway dressed and whatever and you question her, you know, why are you going out like that? What you looking for? She looking for the next best deal, brother. I guarantee you that. You must not be doing it right at home. I'm telling you that right now because if a woman is satisfied at home mentally, emotionally, and physically, there's nothing she will not do for you. She will not go out in those streets, man, showing her body off. She will not need to be out in the club all the time with her friends and so on and so forth. And she ain't taking numbers from other dudes either. She ain't doing that. And 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 women on the other side too. You know, I don't care how well you cook. I don't care how well you clean. I don't care how fine you are and whatever. You never let your man go to bed, you know, without giving him some or taking care of him. Even when you're arguing or you're mad and upset. And I know y'all going to be like, oh, what you talking about? Da, 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 whatever, whatever. You should never, if he, if you're mad, you're in an argument, you know, whatever, whatever. First of all, you should never go to bed angry. You should never go to bed with unresolved issues. And guess what? I would rather, as a if you if you're a woman, you should rather take care of your man than let your man be out in those streets working his ass off all day. Especially if you have a good man, mm-hmm. make sure that he's empty when he goes out. When I mean empty, I mean sexually empty. You don't want him thinking about nobody else. You want him to take care. You want him. You want to be his everyday freak. You want him. You want him to be. You want. You want to be for him everything he can get out in the street. Cause there's women out there. They don't even want your man. All they want your man to do is come over, have sex with him, let him cook for whatever, and they want to send him back to you. They just want a little, um, they want a little time with him, a little free time with him, and whatever, whatever. Because a lot of women don't even want a relationship. They just want the sex, and they want somebody to help them pay their bills a little bit, and they want to send him home. They don't want the stress of a relationship, having to deal with his bullshit, washing his underwear. Oh, excuse my expression. I mean, and washing his underwear. They don't want that. They, you can do that all day for him. But when he come over to her, her house, trust me, she's in a negligee. Her hair's done, her nails are done, mm. her feet are done. Mm. She don't she don't cook all day. My she don't God. lit some candles, set the table for him or whatever. And as soon as he come in, she taking care of him, and then she gonna feed him. She gonna burp him and send him back on his way. So could could sex be a, a the, the 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 quality of the sex? Could that be a deal breaker? In a it could be absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you something, and you know, and just speaking on my experience alone, I've had some terrible sex, and I don't care how beautiful she was, I don't care how sweet she was, I don't care, you know, how nice she was, and whatever. If it's not good, man, and you laying in that bed and you having sex with her, but you thinking about the next best thing you had, that's a problem, because what you transform in your head mentally. It's going to come out physically. So if I'm in my head always thinking about the last or the best other sex I had and whatever, that's going to make me want to be back with that other girl and not with the one I'm laying with. Quality is important. You know? Okay. So I, I, I see it some, a, a little bit different. Okay. Right? I see it a little bit different. Um, I, think that, I, I think that for when it comes to sex, I think that um, for... For from a from a male's point of view, I think that 
we are in a position, no pun intended, we are in a position to develop the relationship or the sexual relationship. We can craft it how we want the relationship to be. Sexually? Sexually. I think that we, I think that men, I think that men, let me talk plain. Let me talk plain, bro. Yeah. Talk plain. I think Pull that off the men, off the, take off the gloves. I think that, that when a man says that he's not happy sexually with, with a woman, I think that he, he, he has, uh, is a dereliction of his duty. He has not done the right things or said the right things to pull out of her what he wants sexually in the relationship. I, th- I believe that a man can pull the things that he wants. If he's a guy who wants to explore and he's a guy who wants to be adventurous, that he, a man can pull that out of a, a prudish woman. A woman can be me, prudish. Really? So let me I ask you a so. question. Let me ask you a question, Jack, sure. based on what you just said. So is that, are you telling me that every woman has that sexual freak ability in them? Every woman? The, they have they have the maximum potential to be. If you, every woman, yes, if you pull it out of them, because you said you are you said, out of let, your let, mind. Let me finish. Because you said, based on your response, you said that a woman would do anything for you, right? So it's up to you to to do the things that are necessary to pull that out of them. So I think where men mess up in sexually is that they think that they can wake up in the morning, right? Have an argument with their with their significant other, leave the house with an attitude, go work all day, don't call, don't text, don't check up on the, on the person, don't ask them how they, you know, how things are going. Come home. And then they're going to jump in the bed and the woman's going to give give them some. It's not going to happen that way. So all day, let me finish, let me finish. Mm -hmm. So all day, I think all day from the moment you wake up, you have to be hitting it. You got to get up in the morning. You got to say, baby, you want me to make you some tea? Baby, you want you want to go get some breakfast, baby. I'm you are losing work. it, I'm, Jazz. I, you I, are absolutely. I, I think it's an all. That's day like saying that's just like saying every man is a leader, every man is a provider. All they need to do is have some coaching. Not all women no, I, have that freaking. Let me finish. Okay. It's no way every single woman has that freak ability. Not everybody has that. You know, there's levels to this thing. You know, some women don't even want to get off their back. And that's just who they are. They just who they are. There are some women that don't believe in oral sex. Okay. So what do you do then? Right? There are some women who will not do that no matter what you say or no matter what you and that doesn't mean that she's not a good woman. That doesn't mean whatever. But I'm telling you, there's levels to this thing here. Okay. You know, so, and if you think that um, as a, in a relationship that you can come home and you can be whatever, whatever, and you can teach your woman to be, a, a, if it's in her, yes. If it's in her and if she wants to, absolutely. But not all women are like that. Not all women are built the same. And we men make that mistake when we think that we can do everything to each and every woman and you're going to get the same result. You're going to set yourself up for failure. So how do we, how do we develop that though, G? 
How about you 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 with the you with the woman that you love, right? Is a is a healthy relationship. This is a woman who you want you love to spend time with. You 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 know she could be the mother of your children, and and the the, the sexual relationship is it's the, the light is getting dim. How do you how do you repair that, or can you repair that? Do you need to seek professional help? Do you need to um some have some counseling? How how do you repair that? Or do you just in my opinion, the, or you just throw the baby out with the bathwater? She's not no. good in bed, or he's not good in bed, and you just in in the relationship is over. How do you? What, there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts. What you just said. Okay. Right? First of all, if we, if we talk about relationships, in the beginning of your relationship, and you meet somebody, terms need to be set. There's some questions that need to be asked. Like what? There's some exploratory questions that need to be asked. Like what? In relationships, so you can determine what she is and what you're going to be with each other. Expectations need to be set. Okay. So once I get to that point, you know, I mean, you meet somebody for the first time, you go out, you hang out, you're talking, whatever, you're getting to know each other, which is the first part, the communication part, right? Okay. And then once the communication happens, you have that communication, then the trust factor should be factoring in. Okay. And that's when you need to be asking your exploratory questions. Because you know what you like as a give man. Me the, give me mean? an example. Give, give an me example. an example. For example, I would like to know, you know, like, how do you feel about sex? What is your, you know, what is your ideal? You know, what's the best sex you ever had? What's your idea of a romantic relationship? Give me, I would want them to give me, listen, if you want to have a romantic dinner with me that included sex, give me an example, a detailed example of how that would be. What would you do for me? Okay, so like the kids say, do you, do, do you want to know their body count? Do you, do you want to know that? No, that's okay. not important. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I want them to tell me, if you want to, if for your first time you want to have sex with me, and we get to that point, whatever, and you want to have a romance, tell me how that would be. And this is how I would say. If they ask me that question, mm -hmm. this is what I would say. Okay. Like, I'm not a cooker. I don't cook. You know, I'll be the first one to tell you. I'm not the dude that can make some broad pork chops and all that, whatever. But I do know some nice restaurants. Okay. I do know how to get some takeout. So I would say... I would get some takeout, right? I would, you know, if whatever kind of wine that you might be drinking or whatever you drink, I'll have that set up. I'll do some candle lights and whatever. Mm -hmm. I'll have some flowers when you come over to my place mm -hmm. and whatever. I have some Teddy P or some Luther Vandross playing in the background and whatever. We will sit down. We'll have a great meal and whatever. We will have a conversation during that. I'll probably bring you out to the living room. We're going to dance a little bit and whatever to Luther, some Teddy P and whatever. And if the mood hits and it's both of us feeling that same way, I'm going to walk you back to the bedroom and there's certain things I want to do to you. You know, mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about oral sex. We're going to talk about how you like it, how, which way you like it. You know, how do you like to be touched? You know, I'm going to tell you how I like to be touched, how I like it, how I want it. And you know what? Because if you grown, you should have grown up conversations okay. and talk about it. Tell me how you like to be touched. Why do I have to guess? Why do I have to wonder which way you like to be touched? Because again, back to my point, every woman is different. Like every man is different. Some men like it rough. Some men like it sore. Some women like it rough. Some women like it sore. So I'm going to ask you those questions. And based on your feedback and your talk with me and whatever, I can pretty much determine or how this might go or whether or not we might be a good fit. Do you feel now, that? Go ahead. I'm sorry. And to go to your other part now, and we're in a relationship now. Now we two years in, three years in, five years in, and it's starting to get stale and whatever. And now it's time to have a conversation again. We need to refine, find out what we're missing here. Because it could be children. 
It could be death in the family. It could be a sick family member, you know, that's going through whatever. So if that is the case, then, you know, as a man and as a woman, we got to understand those things. We may be needed differently and sex may not be a priority at that time. Okay. But if none of those factors are played in and it's just that we just get still we just doing the same thing, now it's time to have a conversation. We got to, and as a man, that's when I agree, we got to spark it and say, hey, let's do something different. You know what? Let me do this for you, babe. Let's go to a hotel. Let's go to Atlantic City. Let's get a hotel. Let's have a dinner on the boardwalk and whatever. And you know what? We're going to pretend I just met you for the first time. Mm. We're going to do some play acting. We're going to do some role playing. Get dressed up. Get your hair done. Get your nails on. Put on your freak me dress and whatever. I'm going to get fired. I'll meet you at this bar and whatever. Let as many dudes try to talk to you as you want. I'm going to walk up in that place like it's the first time. And I'm going to walk up and I'm going to ask you your name and we're going to start this thing all over again. And I'm already have a room set up for us at, at the at the hotel. You know what I'm saying? We do stuff like that. Role playing. You know, change it. You know, be be a pool boy for her. You know, and you got to have that conversation to do some different stuff, man, to spark that. That's where it comes in where men can take you up. But women can do it too. If they feel they whatever, how about throwing on a wig for your man? Throwing on a different outfit on and, you know, role-playing with them. What's wrong with that? That's your man. That's your woman. So let me That's ask how you, you do that. Let me ask you a and question. Therapy's not, and therapy's nothing wrong with going to therapy either. Let me ask you a question. Do you know from the onset, if you have that, that sexual connection with a woman, do you know from the onset? Yes, I do. Personally, I would mm-hmm. know from day, you know, from chemistry. I believe in those vibes. I believe it. I would say that I have a third eye. This magic eye. You always, you can feel it. You can feel your your kinetic energy. You can feel your attraction to each other. You know, and most men and women feel it. Sometimes they ignore it, and they'll let it. They let the pitch go by, and they won't swing. But I believe it's like Michael Jordan said. You know, he took thousands and thousands and thousands of shots. He missed thousands and thousands and thousands of shots. They don't even talk about the shots he missed. They only talk about the shots he made. Reggie Jackson was the home run leader of the New York Yankees, right? Mm-hmm. But he was also the number one strikeout king. Mm-hmm. They never talk about the strikeouts. They talk about all the home runs he made. Mm-hmm. So when you feel that chemistry and whatever, the standard third, you know off the bat this might be it for you. And even if she acted funny and pulling her hair from you and whatever, Alex, you know, whatever, keep going for it, man. Because you know what? Only thing she can do is say what? No. No. So let me That's ask you it. this. Let me ask you this. So could you have that chemistry with a woman, this is before anything happens, but can you do something to destroy the chemistry? Because, of course you can. Because my sister used, used to always tell me that a woman already has sex with you before she had sex with you. Absolutely. A woman knows before, when she first meets you whether or not she's going to give it to you, and it's up to the man to mess it up. You know how we mess it up? How we mess with it up. With our mouth. Arrogance. Mm. Taking it for granted. Mm. Not being not being considerate, mm. you know, not not washing the dishes, or you out there, you got her car and you're not filling her tank up, mm. or you won't take her car for a car wash. You won't say to her, you know, hey baby, you know what, you look, oh come over and, and pat her on her butt. You know, we forget that sometimes, man. You got to remember how you met your chick. It's nothing wrong with seeing your woman and she's looking good and hot and telling her that. Go smack on her butt, man. Go fill her booty up. You know, let her know, yo, you still fine as hell. Mm. You know, how about getting her car and putting gas in it? Or sometimes, every once in a while, how about bringing some flowers home? Because if you ain't going to do it, you better believe another man will. Don't take her for granted. 
Don't take because she's doing you good that she ain't gonna do somebody else good if you don't if you keep taking her for granted. You better just cause your woman's fine. And some you know what we, we men do sometimes do? What's we that? got a fine ass chick at home. We she fine as hell. But to us, she a cracker. She mm. a regular old cracker. But to them niggas, to them dudes on the street, she a rich cracker. I'm sorry. She a rich cracker. She is a rich cracker. And mm. a rich cracker is one of the best kind of crackers, right? Mm. And you want that rich cracker. But we like, oh, it's a regular cracker. You know why? We, we hear a fight in the nighttime. We know she go to the bathroom or whatever. And we take it for granted. And you never miss your water until your well go dry. My God. They don't know how good they got it until it's gone. And I'm then you be at the, be at your boy house crying, talk about <laughs> I'ma get her back, G. G. <laughs> Lily Williams. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> exactly. You know the deal, brother. <laughs> My friend has been good to talk to you about sex. It's, it's, it's been a subject we've been talking about since we've been about nine years old. <laughs> exactly, man. You take nine months to get out of it, you spend the rest of your life trying to get right back in it. It's just so good. It's good, man. And you know what? And it's the emotional. And for women, what really makes it good is the emotional connection to that right. man. Right. If a woman really love you, man, all of a sudden, man, you... You everything to it. Everything feels good. So your body is so sensitive to your touch and your feeling. But I'm going to tell you, men, talk to your women. Ask them how they like it, how they want it. You know, what speed they like it at. Be detailed. Ask them those questions, man. Break out a bottle. Go to the store, man. Get you a bottle of sesame seed oil, man. Try to give your wife or your lady or your sneaky link or whoever you with and whatever. Give them a nice little massage. Get in the bathtub, man. Nice, a hot bubble bath, you know, with some candles lit with Luther Vangelis or Teddy King in the background. But you don't you mentioned like sometimes life happens, man, and and I don't yeah. think it's not always just necessarily that that we as men. I, I, I only can speak from a man's point of view. I don't think necessarily. Sure? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. So I don't think okay. necessarily that we as men, you know, um, necessarily are in a in taking. The woman for granted. I think that sometimes we do. Though. We just uh, we do. I think everyone does that. I think that's, mm-hmm. that goes both ways. That's a two way street. But mm-hmm. my, what I'm trying to say is that I don't think it's always that. You know, sometimes we get caught up in the mundane things of life, man. Sometimes, you know, a relationship. Sometimes it's just about paying bills. Gee, it happens. It's, it's about we got to we got to get through this week. We got to get through this this situation. You know, dealing with our kids, dealing with the mortgage, dealing with the, the job, and you know, and sometimes you you know you it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not you slipping on your pimping. That's what I'm trying to say. Sometimes life happens. And, and, but, um, but you have to know that and you have to figure that out. Because if you remember my five points, man, money is another is a major part of a good relationship. I don't care what. Communication, trust, um, good sex, money, and friendship. Those are the five components of a good relationship. And if you don't have that money piece where and, and money is a, a problem for you, you're going to have problems in your relationship. I'm telling you right now. You're going to have problems. You can't take your woman out and all you're doing is complaining about how the mortgage is going to get paid and life bills are going on. Man, that's going to be, it's going to turn toxic. It's going to mm-hmm. absolutely turn toxic. And that's why I think sometimes, man, if you can't afford to have a relationship, don't. Be in a relationship. If you don't have the money or job or whatever, you know, to be in a relationship, don't be in a relationship. 
I'm telling you, because it's going to cause a problem. Because when, if she's always if she's always paying the bills, man, eventually she's going to get tired of that. Wow. You got to it's pay real. The play. They won't yeah. say it. You got to pay to play. And if you can't be, man, you might as well be out there, be single, go out, date, you know, do whatever, whatever. But to be in a relationship, you're going to have to, something's going to have to happen. Bills are mm. going to have to get paid, going out to dinner. And you women, don't take your man for granted because he's paying all the bills. Sometimes, man, your man may just want two cigars and a glass, uh, you know, a glass of his best drink waiting for him when he get home. That might be enough for him. But ask him. Ask him, hey, baby, how can I make your day better? Men, ask your woman, babe, what can I do to make your day better? Sometimes men sit there and listen to their problems. You know, we talked about in our last segment, you know, sofa talk. Sometimes, man, in a relationship too. Pillow, pillow have talk. Have a good set. Pillow, pillow talk. talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. pillow talk. Yeah. You might have to sit there, man, have that conversation. But it's other pieces. The pillow talk is when you're in a relationship. Sofa talk is when you're trying to get in a relationship. You're here to go all the We already debated about that, my friend. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, big, it's, it's a big one. Give it's a your, big one, bro. Give us your final thoughts, man. Give us your final thoughts, G, on, on uh, the importance. You know, our, our, our listeners... You know, I think they hit it on the head that sex is extremely important. It's extremely important. But to me, it's the dynamic of the relationship that has a lot to do with it. How long you've been in the relationship. Also, you know, your age, your, your level of maturity in the relationship, too. But give us your final thoughts. Yeah, I just want to say that all those things factor in, you know, but good sex is good sex. You know it when you have it. Simple as that. You know, it's no rhyme or reason. You know, it, sometimes, man, you would get with a person and, you know, and it don't look like it, like it was going to be whatever. But then when you get it, it's like the best you ever had, you know, and you know it when you have it. It's real. So enjoy it while you can. Use it before you lose it, you know, because we ain't going to be here a long time. And you get, you get older, things diminish. So enjoy it. Don't hold it. You can't take it with you. Those are my final thoughts. <laughs> That's your story, and you stick it. And I'm sticking to it. That's right, baby. So can I just do this? I also want to say this, man, just, just one more time, man. At the end of the day, as we say, you know, one more time, baby. Come on. Let's talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't own the rights to this music, my friend. Just so you know, we don't own the rights to this music. Once Absolutely. again, once again, man, I'm going to constantly remind you, man, that I am absolutely the luckiest man on the face of the earth. You know why? I'm the luckiest man. I'm going to tell you why. I don't care what women I've ever had or didn't have. I don't care what job I ever got or didn't get. I don't care about, you know, who likes me or who don't like me, man. You have been my friend, man, since I have known who I am. And that is the best thing in the world, man. I wouldn't trade that in for nothing, bro. I love you. Say it, Jazz, man. I love you too, man. G talking all that jazz. And I'm G. And I'm Jazz. And this is G talking all that jazz. And we're out. Peace.